Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 89, which we are recording on Tuesday, May 26, 2015. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And what are you wearing today? I was just going to look for it in Ravelry. <laughs> but it, fortunately, it is a no pattern item. Pulling it off my shoulders, it is a striped shawl that I knit a year ago. And from my Ravelry page, I see I knit it from February to May of 2014. So it took me a while. I remember I was stalled out on it for a little while. But it's a no-pattern striped shawl. And No pattern meaning you just made it up. I just made went. it up as yeah. I went along. And you guys might remember me talking about this because I was striping the yarns, which happened to be a tonal gray and a bright yellow. The yellow yarn is... Petaboo, which is frog tree, frog tree yarns Petaboo, and the gray one is from Sweet Fiber. There, it is a sock, and it is, I believe, it's a merino silk blend, because it looks very shiny here. It does. But I remember I asked for opinions about this because I striped them together, and I asked people if it looked too bumblebee. I remember that. I remember. And the I my or my final decision was that obviously it didn't look too bumblebee being the gray and the yellow. And then I also threw in some pale neutral, not, not quite, it's an off-white. I threw in some off-white stripes and that was a Louette sock yarn that I used. And I love this thing. I was telling Gail that I was wearing it again today because I had gone away for the weekend with my family and I took this shawl with me because it's somewhat the colors of my son's basketball team and we were at a basketball event. And I took this shawl with me because it matched and a shawl is just such the perfect travel item because I ended up using this as a scarf. We were in Reno and it was alternately rainy and hot and humid while we were there and very windy at times too. So I used the shawl alternately as a scarf at night when it was really hot and muggy in the hotel room and I didn't necessarily want a ton of blankets on me. I ended up using it as a blanket and even a pillow at times. So yep, they're very <laughs> shawls useful. are awesome to travel with. <laughs> but I love this little shawl, like I said. Perfect travel accessory. I'm putting it back on my shoulders right now. I used a shawl <laughs> yesterday at the beach. Max forgot to bring a sweatshirt when we walked the dog. Boo is stalking the microphone. So if you hear some purring, he's right in front of it. Come on. We took the dog to the beach, and it was kind of windy, and he didn't have a sweatshirt. So oh. I gave him my sweatshirt, and I took the shawl I was wearing, and I wrapped it around my head and then around my neck. So it was a hat and a scarf yeah. at the same time, and it was very, very useful that way. So Boo just brushed his tail up against the microphone it would probably pick that up so if there was a lot of rustling rustling noise there that was boo tail and now he's back on the felted cat bed (laughs) and now he's he's calm and back down yeah as i mentioned since we were away for the long weekend boo was feeling a little starved for attention and affection so he's not far from us today and he likes me today he was letting me <laughs> pet him and he was purring it was very cute well you brought his felted cat bag. i did i brought his sleeping cat spot. bag cat bed there we go 
I should just call it a rename it on Ravelry. Yes. Felted cat bed. So how about you? Why don't you tell us what you are wearing? I'm wearing a new finished object. I'm wearing my literally over-the-top tank by Megan Williams. Isn't it cute? I love it. It is. So it turned out very nice. I knit it with my Toluca Knits Coronado cotton, which is a fingering weight cotton. And I'm going to stand up for Charlene because she'll see that my ribbing is very, very deep. See, it doesn't look... I don't remember, but I guess it is a little bit deeper, but it looks perfect. It fits. Yeah, it's, it fits it very well. It suits the pattern, and it looks great on you like that. Thank you. I'm wearing it over a fit and flare black dress, and it's kind of perfect because this dress has not spaghetti straps, but it has narrow straps that kind of cut in. Mm-hmm. So wearing a regular bra, your straps oh, are, yeah. are wider, yeah. unless you put it in racer back, and racer right. back makes my neck hurt. So with this tank <laughs> over the top, I can wear my regular bra, and you yeah. can't even see it. Yeah. So anyway, it's a really, really cute top. It's really cute. And my ribbing is deeper than the pattern calls for because Megan gives instructions for measuring the length of the lace before you start the neck portion and then work down the back part of the lace and she says pin it out because remember when you stretch the lace sideways it's going to shrink up well i did i pinned it out on my bed before i measured the lace and i thought it was deep enough but last time I was here knitting on it, Charlene even commented, she said, that seems really small. And I thought, well, I measured it and I thought I measured it correctly. But once I got to the point of working down the back, I realized, yeah, it is going to be too short. So I just went by adding more ribbing at the mm-hmm. bottom because when you, you join the, the front and back together at the bottom and then you knit the ribbing in the round. So I just kept knitting ribbing until I was happy with the length. So it worked out really well. And I have quite a bit of yarn left. So I think it only used, I want to say 600 and something I was going to ask what your yardage was because I remember... It's on my project page. Okay. I remember being surprised how little yardage mine took. Yeah. So it's a great project if you happen to have like two skeins of fingering weight yarn that you just aren't quite sure what to do with. I would recommend this because... You've heard me and Charlene both talk about it in the past, but just to recap, it's a very easy lace repeat that you just commit it to memory very quickly, and it's a no-brainer to knit, and it's super cute. I mean, the finished product is just really, really cute, so I can see getting a lot of use out of it, especially in Santa Cruz, and mm-hmm. with a long sleeve t-shirt when the weather's colder, too, so yeah. it will be a high-use item, and because it's 100% cotton yarn, I threw it in the washing machine with a bunch of other things on the delicate cycle, mm-hmm. then put it in the dryer, and it didn't even pill. Wow. Remember I complained that my Lisa yeah. pilled a lot? Yeah. This didn't pill a bit. Interesting. Isn't that great? Interesting. So, and the color is gorgeous. It's called Snow Cone, and it's basically blue raspberry. Now, this is the Toluca Knits yarn. Yep. Gail and I both bought this at Stitches, and both of us have tried to find a way to get more of it and both of us have failed <laughs> yeah the the dyer is not selling commercially and she's not responding to emails no she didn't answer mine at all so it's kind of disappointing because i would purchase more i really liked it yeah i have the better part of a skein left yeah and i have a significant portion of a skein left from my Liesel mm-hmm. in the dark gray color. Oh, yeah. I would love to get a third color that went with them and do some kind of color block mm-hmm. top. Yeah. Like the desert flower or there's there was some cute one that we huh. looked at a while ago. 
But yeah, I would just need one more skein to be yeah. able to do something really cute and color blocking. So I think we will continue stocking that yarn yeah, and try to find definitely. ways to get it. <laughs> yep. Because it was very affordable too. I think it was like $17 a skein and they were 400 yard skeins or approximately. And Charlene and I both noticed that we think it's because it's a fingering weight yarn, thus not as thick. It didn't bother our hands right. to knit with it at right. all. Which is why I want more of it because yeah. I think I mentioned this last episode, I want to make more lightweight knit garments because in the summertime I would definitely wear for example lightweight t-shirts or mm -hmm. tank tops yep. that sort of thing I but I need more I went through a phase where I made a lot of them several years ago and then I didn't wear them and the one the old ones that I made just are kind of they they were out of frumpy. style yeah. well they were they just went out of style because I made them so long ago that it was when pants were higher so the tops were shorter. are shorter, mm -hmm. and then now pants are lower, and I would have the unsightly midriff, <laughs> midriff showing. Yeah. Well, that's very trendy right now, by the it's, way. It's trendy, but not when the top is too short and the pants are too low. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, Ask my daughter and her teenage friends. Well, but see, they intentionally yes, they show do. midriff. When I they're allowed, not, yes. my daughter is not I would usually allowed. not be intentionally showing midriff. And since we have daughters or children, our children are old enough to show midriff, then we shouldn't okay. be. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's my, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I agree. I agree. I don't show midriff either. So what have you been stalking? Well, what? and Charlene has been really, really, really busy with basketball. This is the end of the basketball season, correct? Well, not quite the end. Oh, I thought it was the end. I thought no. this was the last no. hurrah. Oh. No, I think they'll have a few more. Last year, there were a few more events sprinkled throughout the summer. So we'll see. I'm never sure. <laughs> so but you've been a very devoted basketball mom. I've, I've been that and yeah. So I've, Not to mention regular life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I have been stocking, the main thing I've been stocking is a sweater, a pullover sweater that is made in fingering weight. The, the yarn that is called for is Tosh Merino Light. And it's a pattern that's been around a while, since November of 2013. Popular pattern. There are 577 projects listed on Ravelry. It's called Antler by Ankastrick. Oh. And if you were listening listening back in episode 86, she is the same designer who wrote the Naima cardigan that I was stocking back in episode 86. And this, like I mentioned, this pattern has been around a while, but there's something about the style of pictures that this designer uses that don't always attract me. This is the picture. Yeah. A lot of a lot of her photographs to me, they just they aren't attractive to me. But obviously they are attractive to lots of other folks because, as I mentioned, five hundred and seventy seven projects for Antler. To me, I look at the photo and it didn't necessarily do anything for me. But when I saw the sweater in person, as Gail and I often say, changes everything when you see a sweater in person. 
I really liked it. I loved it. I've seen one version, two women at the local yarn store have knitted, and I, I've seen one version knit in Tosh Merino Light, one version knit in a fingering weight, and I really want to knit this one. <laughs> it is cute. It's, it's very simple. It's simple, cute, and the woman who knit it in the fingering, sock weight, fingering weight yarn, as opposed to the Tosh Merino Light, which is also fingering, but the plied version, she knit it in short sleeves. So she's going to be able to wear it more often throughout the the year. And very, very cute. I love it. It's a pullover, very, very basic. If you look at the projects, it has varying degrees of crew neck. And I think that it depends. I'm not sure why. It depends maybe on what size you make. Some folks, the crew neck looks a lot lower, like a regular crew neck. And then one of the sweaters that I've seen almost looks like a has a little bit of a stand-up collar. They could almost. have modified it too. Though. She didn't modify oh, she didn't. it. Yeah, almost like a mock crew, but it just stood up more. So I think it just depends how you knit it. I'm not exactly sure what the difference is because they both... Both the sweaters that I've seen fit about the same, with the same amount of ease, but one of them, the collar, just looks a little bit different. But if you look at the projects, it's interesting because a lot of the projects have collars that look really different too. And and I'm, I'm talking about the ones that don't mention modifications. But sometimes it's way up oh, yeah. on the neckline, and then sometimes it's a little bit lower. So, That's interesting to me because I always want my necklines, not always, but almost always want my necklines higher than what it is in a pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really cute. The top, the yoke of the sweater is knit in garter stitch, and then the bottom is stockinette. And both both the versions that I've seen, they I don't know if they altered it. But there are some different body shapes and different sizes. You know how you have to, I, I would attempt to make it so that the garter hits above the bust mm-hmm. so that it doesn't cut you right across right. the bust. Which Nipple neither, line is not yes. usually very attractive. <laughs> which neither of the sweaters that I've seen are that way. So that's good. <laughs> but I like it. I might want to knit it. I have a lot of the fingering weight in the stash so it's a definite possibility that's the, cute yeah and then the second one that i am stocking is a sweater called tails and this is another boxy style sweater similar to the hohi locatelli sweater but it has a crew neck and is short sleeved and why i'm stocking Another boxy <laughs> look-alike sweater. I don't know. I really shouldn't be. This one even has the back. The back of the sweater is a little bit longer oh, I love than that the front look. of the sweater, which is the modification that I actually did mm. on my boxy. Got it. Yep. So, like I said, not really sure why I'm stocking that's so similar, but I like it. I was trying to bring up a picture to show Gail, but it's not coming out. Basically, imagine 
a crew neck boxy with a short sleeve. Sounds cute. It's it's cute. It it's sounds cute. like that lavender top that I wear all the time. Oh yeah, actually kind of yes. Like. yes, yes, yeah. So that was Tales by Lori Versace. How about you? What are you stocking? Okay, I'm stocking three things right now. And the first thing is a brand new pattern recently released by Mary Annarella, who is Lyrical Knits, and it's called Spring in Her Path. And it is an adorable pullover knit in fingering weight yarn. And it has a crew neck, I think, set in sleeves. She has it knit in both a short sleeve and a long sleeve version. And it has a beautiful lace panel down the front that has flowers in the lace panel and it's really pretty it's very feminine it just it the first time i saw it i fell in love with it and then had one of those fortuitous serendipitous events where someone pinged me asking if they if i was interested in selling the remainder of my madeline tosh feather in neon crush which i knit my vitamin d with and i said sure if you need it sure i'll part with it and, you know, the whole pay it forward idea, I do that with yarn, little bits that I send to people, mm -hmm. you know, don't pay me for right, it. Right, right. So she bought me that pattern. Oh. So I don't, yeah, so now I have the pattern. I know what yarn I'm going to use. I purchased some neighborhood fiber company Rustic Fingering at Stitches 2014 in the colorway, and I know I'm mispronouncing this, Mondomin, it's M-O-N, M-O-N-D-O-W-M-I-N. So it's an interesting name. It's a place in either Baltimore or Washington, D.C. And it's a beautiful, bright, bright pink. And when I saw that pattern, I instantly knew that was the yarn I wanted to knit it with. And nice. That's I haven't great. I haven't swatched it. I almost swatched this weekend, but you'll hear soon why I didn't. So that is gonna be in my near future. It's really, really pretty. I love it. And that's a seven dollar downloadable pattern on Ravelry. The second thing I'm stalking, I actually saw this on Instagram before I saw it on Ravelry. It's called Kate's Poncho, and it's by Nice and Knit, and it's a 550 download on Ravelry. And it is a worsted weight poncho that's really cute. It has a cowl neck, and then it has an inset down the center front and the center back that is a textured stitch. I couldn't tell if it was moss or seed or what stitch it was, but a very nice, simple textured stitch. And then you can tell that there are increases down the tops of the shoulders and down like the sides of your arm so that you know the poncho will fit over you. And it's really, really cute and fairly simple. And I think I mentioned it's knit in worsted weight yarn. And I have the infinite twist that I won in the Susan B. Anderson shawl. Oh, yeah. And I have 500 yards less than what the pattern calls for. But I'm wondering if I can maybe um, either knit, ooh, knit the cowl a little narrower or not as long or knit the poncho to be maybe not as full, but still get some of the length from it. So I'm going to check that out and see what my options are because I think I would wear that a lot. It's, it's really cute. cute. It is really cute. And then the third thing I'm stalking is called Snug 2, T-O-O, and it's by the designer Hinky, or Hink, H-I-N-K-E, and this is a baby sweater, and they have two versions, Snug, which is knit in bulky weight yarn, and Snug 2, which is knit in worsted weight yarn. And the reason I tell you that is because I accidentally bought Snug 
for bulky oh. weight, meaning to purchase Snug 2. I didn't realize there were two oh. patterns. But the designer was fantastic, and I contacted her, and you can buy either the patterns individually or you can buy them as a book for both patterns for, like, I don't know, a dollar more, I think. Oh, so she did respond she to did. you. She did. She okay. responded to me, and she let me purchase the book for, like, the pattern itself was €4.50, Euros 50, which is five dollars and seven cents with the exchange rate right now, mm-hmm. and I think the book was a dollar more. So she let oh, me purchase nice. the book so that I have both versions. Oh, that's of, great! Yeah, it was very nice of her. She was very sweet. And I am going to knit that in Malabrigo Rios in the colorway Sunset, and that is a beautiful orange yellow color. And I'm actually going to knit that sweater. It's for a friend, and I'm going to use it for the light knit along which is sponsored by tina of the tea house tea house knits podcast she's been a member of our group for a long time and she's really nice and really friendly and she knits the most beautiful sweaters and i caught up on her podcast this weekend and the light theme was just meant to be anything around light so light itself or light in areas in a light garment or mm-hmm. your interpretation of the word light and i thought with the name sunset in the yarn i mean that's one of the most beautiful lights of the day <laughs> in my opinion so i will be using Perfect. that for her knit along which is has a very long running time i think so if you're interested check out the tea hit i cannot speak <laughs> tea house knits podcast group on ravelry for the details and so those are the three things that i'm stocking and those you know how sometimes you're stocking things and we talked about stocking fails last episode mm-hmm. But where you're stocking them, but you kind of know you're never really going to knit them. Yes. You're admiring them, but you—they're really not. Yes, there has there's there is a category there should well there is a category obviously of stocking where you're just stocking something for its own sake, not necessarily to make it right. Just because it's beautiful or you like it or you enjoy looking at it. Exactly. But this time. I'm going to be knitting Spring in Her Path and Snug, too. There's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a matter of when I cast them on. Yeah. It's not, you know, I have to wind the yarn. I was trying to talk Josie into doing that for me this weekend. And once the yarn is wound, I will swatch and go. So those are going to be in the near future projects. Nice. So there you go. Nice. So what have you been knitting? I have been knitting just a couple of things. I was telling Gail... I feel like I haven't been knitting much or enough or as much as I want. I just I just haven't been able to get enough knitting time. <laughs> so I'm still working on my Woodford's cardigan. Woodford's is a pattern by Elizabeth Doherty. I just feel like it's taking me forever. I feel like a very bad podcaster. <laughs> oh, don't feel like that. That's also a high yardage sweater. That was not a it trivial is. It's knit. It's got a lot of yardage yeah. and I love the way it is looking. I've to the point where I have been able to try on the sweater. It's knit in an, it has very unusual construction, but it comes from the top down. You join the fronts and the backs under the arm, and then you go around and around. It's very loose and open and lots of ribbing. The bottom of the skirt of the sweater is shaped by ribbing. You increase your needle size every couple of inches. And I'm actually, I believe on the last needle increase so so you're getting very close i've still got a few more inches it's really easy ribbing that's it's my favorite thing 
favorite part of the sweater. It's just I don't have to pay attention. I just go back and forth in the ribbing. It's really easy to do. I just haven't had enough time to do it. I feel like the sweater is taking me forever, but I'll I'll pull it out and show it to you before you leave. It, I love the way it's looking. Good. Love it, love it, love it. So I really like this sweater so far. And for this one, I'm knitting it in one, also one of my favorite yarn bases, which is the Tosh Merino Light. The color is Rainwater, which is a pale blue with a lot of gray thrown in. I think I just, I've described it before as the way the sky looks before a storm, which is one of my favorite colors. It's beautiful. <laughs> which really means pretty. it encompasses all those colors from blue to gray. I, I love that look. So Yeah, the name of that colorway doesn't really do it justice. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Rainwater kind of seems like rain puddle to me, yes, which is not exactly, attractive. Which but seems muddy and dirty. Exactly, but the yarn <laughs> is so beautiful. It is. And then the second thing that I have been working on, I cast this on right after the last episode. I can't remember if I was stalking this in the last episode or just told you about it. I don't remember either. But it's called Little Sister's Dress, and it is by... Tora Froseth design. It's a free pattern that's on Ravelry and it is basic top-down little dress or a top. And what seems to be happening is that because if because of the way babies grow, people say they knit it as a dress and then as the baby gets older, the top still fits them and it becomes a top with that's bottoms. Cute. So it's really cute. And I am knitting mine in Knit Picks Comfy Sport, some yarn that I had in stash. And I am knitting it in one, two, three, by the time, well, I just joined the fourth color. So it's four different colors that I'm knitting in a color block style. Started out the top with a neutral off-white, then onto a seafoam blue, then a little deeper blue, and then finally onto the deepest blue at the bottom. And then the top opens up on the neck and you put two buttons so that you can fit the baby's head through. And that's, that's about it. It's adorable. That's really cute. Super cute. Very, I love the cute. colors too. I had to write down the colorway names because these will be in my future at some point. <laughs> Very fun, fun knitting. I've, I've got it out now and I realized that, oh, I probably should have done an increase this row, but I'll catch it next row. <laughs> How about you? What are you knitting? Okay, right now I'm knitting, oh, everything is brand new on the needles. Oh, wow. So yeah, I had a very productive two weeks of finishing You've things had productive and casting and I've on. had non-productive. I, I, I think I got your fair share of productive because I was overly productive. So two new projects on the needles. The one that I'm knitting right now is the Verdure Shawl by Isabel of the Fluffy Fibers podcast. She just released this shawl pattern poof, like maybe a week or two ago. It's a brand new pattern. Very simple. It is stockinette in the body and the edge of the stockinette is all eyelets and then the bottom so you knit top down and mm -hmm. she has a really cool garter tab cast on oh, so okay. most people who are shawl knitters have done the garter tab cast on mm -hmm. well hers is very unique because you do a much longer strip mm -hmm. and then the way you pick up stitches you put the eyelets into it so you have this really beautiful top that just totally blended in to the rest of the 
the top. I was oh, really nice. impressed with the cast on because a lot of the garter tab cast ons leave a little bit of a pucker like you can mm -hmm. see it this one I can't see it at all so oh. really loved the garter tab cast on and then when you get through not quite half of your yarn you start the lace border which is knit perpendicular so you leave all of your stitches live on your needle you cast on a certain number of new stitches and then you knit perpendicular to the body of the shawl so every other row you're knitting one of the border stitches together with a live stitch mm -hmm. from the shawl edge. So you're actually binding off as you knit this beautiful border that has a beautiful lace leaf motif running across it. And then there's a little border of lace beyond that. So it's just very feminine and very pretty. And I caught up on podcasts this weekend and hers was one I caught up on and I had seen the shawl on Ravelry and hearing her talk about it and hearing her be so excited about her first design, <laughs> I was hooked. Like, oh, it was already in my queue. I'm going to go buy it right now. And I did. And I have a skein of Madeline Tosh Air Light, which is a fingering single ply that is merino, alpaca, and silk blend. And it's really, really soft. It's the yarn I'm using for Mike's sweater. And it's in the colorway called Posy, which is the most beautiful pink it's just it's not like a faded rose and it's not a baby pink it's somewhere in the middle of those and it's tonal so of course like Madeline Tosh it goes lighter and darker but it was just perfect for for the shawl it was as soon as I saw the shawl I thought that's the skein of yarn I'm using because nice. it's just perfect for it and I started it last night and I'm already like three quarters of the way through the stockinette body so it's just flying off the needles. Wow. It's very simple to knit the body. You do, mm -hmm. you know, certain increases at the edges and that's mm -hmm. it. So very happy knit, very soft yarn and very pretty. It just makes me really happy. It is really pretty. So that's the Verdura Shawl by Fluffy Fibers. And that's three euros, which at today's conversion rate is $3.40. So very affordable. And the second thing I cast on this weekend was the focus dress. So oh, I have been stalking that. It, <laughs> it was in the latest, oh, I think it was Knit Scene, spring, summer, 2015. I think, so. I think it was Knit Scene. It's by a designer, Miju KP, who is from Finland. And I cast that on with my Western Sky Knits Magnolia Sock, which is a merino cashmere nylon blend in the jasmine colorway, which is a beautiful pink with pops of darker pink that's almost brown leaning in it and it's perfect for this dress the dress is knit from the top down you start with the left back shoulder then the right back shoulder then you join those together and knit down past the underarm shaping and then you pick up you're supposed to cast on provisionally and i didn't because i wanted to pick up stitches at the shoulder to give it more stability so mm -hmm. i made that modification and then, like we were just mentioning about necklines, mm -hmm. I didn't want the neckline so deep, so I modified it to have a slightly higher neckline. And then you join, so you do the left front shoulder, then the right front shoulder, then join the fronts together, armhole shaping down to where you join the fronts in the back, front and the back. And then you do increases, so right above your bust line you have increases so that it gives it an A-line shape. Mm -hmm. And it's just stocking it in the round for the next 16 inches until I do the pockets. And it has cute little pockets 
on the front that have a cute cable detail on the front. I think they called them pouch pockets, but that might not be right. And that's all there is to it. And then there's just straight wow. stockinette to the end again. So that's it's pretty <laughs> grab and go. I like it. Yeah, it's a <laughs> no-brainer project. It's just complete stockinette in the round. And you don't have to think. And I think, so I cast it on, I want to say Thursday maybe. And I've already done, so it's joined in the round. So I've done the, the top front and the top back. And I think I have six inches knit so far mm -hmm. because we stayed home this weekend wow. and didn't dare the traffic or anything and it was so blissful mm -hmm. so I got a lot of knitting done and the third thing I was going to cast on and I was all set to talk about it was Mike sweater the Longfellow oh. and the yarn is out I was using the needle for Longfellow to hold the stitches on the focus dress the mm -hmm. back was on that needle and when I went to join in the round late Sunday night I set so I joined in the round and I took the needle for Longfellow out mm -hmm. and I set it down. It somehow got put onto the couch. So then when I went to find it the next night, I couldn't find my needle anywhere. Mm. And I looked in every project bag and I looked in every nook and cranny <laughs> and I looked in my purse and I looked on the floor and I looked everywhere. And I thought it was just here last right. night. What on earth happened? So the next morning I asked Max, have you seen the needle? And he said, oh, was it one of your circulars? And yes, my son knows circular needles. And I said, yeah, it was one with the rainbow wooden tips. And he said, oh yeah, I saw it on the couch. And I said, well, where did you put it? I didn't put it anywhere. Like, oh my goodness. Okay, you saw it on the couch. Then what happened? I don't know. I found it shoved in the back of the couch cushions with the tips broken. Oh. So he and his friend were playing video games and crushed oh. and broke my needle. And thus, I couldn't cast on the sweater. It happens. <laughs> so I ordered two Knit Picks needles on, it was probably just yesterday, Monday. And as soon as they get here, Mike's sweater will be on the needles. So next time you hear my voice, it will be on the needles because that's how close I was to casting <laughs> on. I was really bummed. It's like, oh, man. And luckily, the needle didn't poke a hole in the couch because those mm. Harmony needles are pretty darn sharp. Yeah, so that are. was lucky. Or poke a hole in one of the boys. Yeah. You know, they sit on top of it. And right. It could have been the dog. Maybe the dog broke it. Yeah. I shouldn't blame the boys. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, the focus dress is on the needles. The Verdure shawl is on the needles. And Longfellow will soon be on the needles. Nice. And that is all straight up stockinette until I get to the border of the shawl. So I'm going to need to get something else on the needles that's a little bit more thought-provoking. Because <laughs> otherwise... I might go crazy. You need to exercise the knitting brain. Exactly. <laughs> My brain is done by the time I'm sitting down to knit at night. So oh, mine too. Stockinette has been all I can yeah. handle. Yeah. So have you finished anything? I haven't. Well, I told you I've been I've been productive enough for both of us. Yeah. So I hope I, so because I again feeling like a bad podcaster. You're not a bad podcaster. <laughs> you are a good mom, is what you are. So I finished my literally over the top tank, which I already talked about. I also, since our last podcast, I think I was stocking the Helena cardigan, which is a baby cardigan by Allison Green. Yes, I was stocking it the last episode. I cast that on shortly after our last episode and have finished it. It is a Knitty Summer 2008 pattern, so it's free from Knitty Magazine. I used my candy skein yummy fingering in the watermelon colorway, which is 75% merino, 25% nylon superwash. So I held that doubled 
to knit the cardigan. It was so cute. I'm obviously back on a pink <laughs> kick because that was pink. The shawl I'm knitting right now is pink and the dress I'm knitting right now is pink. So I'm back in <laughs> and spring in her path is going to be pink. So the cardigan was just adorable. I posted a picture on Instagram and got so many likes, like more likes than I ever get for anything. When so did you post that? Oh, I don't know. I bought, I was so focused that I had like written down a list. Okay. These are the things you have to finish. And was these it are the this things weekend? you want to start. I think it was either Thursday, Friday or Saturday, somewhere oh, in there. Cause okay. I, I finished it. Cause I, I didn't in see and I blocked picture. it right away. I mean, I didn't mess around. I was like, oh. boom, 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 boom. So yeah, it's super, super cute. I really highly recommend that pattern. It was it, I don't think it would be great for a brand new sweater knitter because there are a lot of things happening in it, but they aren't hard things. They're just details that mm -hmm. you have to keep track of. And then, for example, there's a folded hem with a pico edge, so you have to seam down the hem when you're oh, done. Yeah. And just adorable little details. Mm -hmm. So there's the pico hem on the skirt. There's the pico hem on the sleeves. And there are ties that you do in a garter stitch so it ties like at the top and then right at the the little waist and there's lace in the pattern and there are increases in the pattern for the neckline and the raglan shaping so there are things happening in the pattern mm -hmm. it's not just a you know grab and go but it's really really a cute finished sweater and that's the third one of those i've knit so super cute mm -hmm. obviously i like the pattern since i've knit it three times <laughs> And I made progress on my Advent knit-along. So we oh, really should yeah. be calling that the holiday knit-along instead of Advent. I'm knitting Smitten Mittens, which is another free pattern on Ravelry. I think that's free from Knit Picks. I'm knitting the little mittens and I'm knitting little stockings for an Advent calendar for the kids. And it was super cute when I had it out last week. I was pulling one little piece out of my bag at a time. Oh, here's another stocking. Oh, here's another mitten. And Max was stacking them all up and telling me how cute they all were. So that was cute. Even Mike was admiring them. So I've finished two more of the mittens and I now have 17 out of my 24 finished. So well on my way to, I know one, one of these days, I'm just going to sit down and bust them all out just to be done with it. But we'll see. It's not going to be this month. <laughs> and hopefully any of the rest of you who are also knitting along for ornaments and stockings and other Advent and holiday-like things, hopefully you're not forgetting because here it is May. It's the fifth month into the year, almost the sixth month, and don't let it all sneak up on you. <laughs> and the other thing I finished was my traveler tunic. So that oh, was the, finish. yeah, I finished it and I wow. love it. Oh, good. I'm really happy with it. I'm really, really happy with the fit. I was concerned because I did modifications to the way the A-line increases happen mm -hmm. to make them less frequent so that it wasn't quite as wide on me when it was mm -hmm. finished. And I'm also shorter than Hohe, so I knit it, I didn't knit it as long as the pattern stated. Mm -hmm. So I had to compensate for both of those. And I love it. I think... Uh, not only was the pattern easy and a joy to knit, but the yarn. I just love the yarn. Mm. It is Imperial Stock Ranch Tracy 2, which is a sport weight yarn in the rain colorway, which, oh, I didn't even make that connection. You're using rain water rain and I'm water, using rain. Yeah. <laughs> but the rain is a pretty solid gray, very light gray, and it has a little bit of shine to it, and I don't know why. It's 100% Columbia wool. But it's so soft and airy and, oh, it's just not light as a feather, but darn near. It's a very light garment. 
and it's going to be really warm because of all the air trapped mm-hmm. in that yarn. But I just love the yarn. It's the equivalent to me. It's the equivalent of their air and base, but in a sport weight. Mm-hmm. So much more use for us here in right. our climate than the air right. yarn. And it comes in a really generous put up. Like each skein is, I think, 400 yards or 375 <laughs> yards or something. So very generous, very affordable. And I really, really loved it. Not only did my stitches look very even while I was knitting, but blocking just made it look perfect. Nice. So yeah, once I blocked it, I'm just in love with it. Hmm. Have not taken pictures yet because it hasn't been cold enough outside for me to want to wear a tunic, a you know, big wool tunic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I will do it soon. So I will take finished pictures of the literally over the top tank and the traveler tunic. So I'm super excited. Those are all projects that have kind of, except for the Helena cardigan, they've all been on the needles what felt like a really long time. That's the way I feel about my projects. Yeah, so it was just that rewarding sense of, ah, I finished you and I got to do all the new cast-ons this weekend and it felt really refreshing and good. Good. Yeah. And before we wrap up, this is a shorter episode than normal because we had so much travel and stuff going on this week. I did want to do part three of thanking our sponsors of the Northern California Knitting Retreat. Yeah, so, thank you. <laughs> yeah, these are what I would call miscellaneous because they didn't fit into either the designers or the yarn or the project bags, mm-hmm. but they also were equally fantastic. And Grello and Gray donated a Circa counter, and I don't remember what episode we did our review of the Circa counter. These things are so cool. They are really cool. They're really neat. They're like a like a clock face they almost look, in appearance. They look like an old-fashioned pocket watch. Yeah. But you can use them to keep track of more than one thing at a time. So, for example, if you're knitting a sweater and you have raglan increases and neck shaping increases... Or if you're knitting a pattern that has two different cable patterns yeah. and you can keep track of the different, uh, you know, places where you need to do If you've got a big cable, cable crosses. and a twist and an increase, if you're knitting a front of a exactly. sweater or something, then you can keep track of all three on the same counter. Yep. It's very cool. There are three different colors and you can move the color pin to whatever number you need to indicate For the number repeat. of repeats. And then you just tick one by one the color counter for that until you hit the repeat and then put it back to the reset. So it's a great little tool. Mm -hmm. Again, that's the Circa, S-I-R-K-A counter, which Charlene and I each have one and we both love them. I love mine. And they just look so cool. They do look cool. (laughs) And they're non-electric. They don't require a battery. You don't have to use a battery. Yeah. I love that. Going old school. Yeah. Because I I know there are a lot of people that really like phone counters, but I don't like to use my phone to to count my knitting because then my phone battery yeah it does goes sucks down. it up yeah. pretty fast. <laughs> we also were the proud recipients of six Lily brushes, which are lint removers. And if either Sarah, Nancy, Erin, or Monica is listening right now. I hope you're laughing about the lily brushes because I had a weird interpretation of them at the retreat. No no idea where it came from. We also had a lot of fabulous books. We had two from Julie Thermogen who were signed knitting books that were really cool. We had some fix-a-stitch kits that we are going to be reviewing pretty soon. These really cool, they have a crochet hook on either end and you can use them to fix your knitting 
We had Haya Haya stitch markers that were the really cute ones in the little containers. We had yarn bras, which are yarn cozies, which they're literally just these, these round things that fit around your yarn ball. So if you're pulling from the center of the ball, it doesn't collapse and disintegrate all over itself. And we had stitch markers from Candy Skein. So Tammy has been making some adorable handmade stitch markers mm -hmm. that match the theme of the yarn she has mm -hmm. for her monthly yarn club. So I have a raspberry one that she gave me and Charlene has one. I don't remember which one you got. And I don't remember which ones we had for the retreat, I but they're remember. every month she makes different ones and they're super cute. She had lollipops recently and I think she had ice cones, ice cream cones recently. So thank you all of you thank again you, who sponsored the retreat. And again, if you happen to order from any of these people, if you, you say you heard about them on the podcast, that's going to help anytime we have a knit along, if they want to help donate a prize to a knit along, if they know that they are hearing about us on the podcast, they're more likely to do so. So yeah. thank you so much. And thank I think you. that was it for today, right? I think that is it. Okay. Like, like Gail said, it's a, a little bit shorter episode, but hopefully we'll have more energy in two weeks. Yeah, hopefully next time you'll have that Woodford's cardigan done. And for sure, the oh, baby dress will be done. I don't know if that'll be done. Well, the baby dress looks like it's almost done right now. It so. should be, but the Woodford's, I'm pretty sure it won't be. Okay. Too ambitious for two weeks. Yes. Okay, well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great two weeks, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Happy knitting. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniac's Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at Yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gailey Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gailey Whaley.